Hi, I'm Logan, and this is Living with an Alcoholic, the podcast that talks about, well, living with an alcoholic or an addict, and the struggles you encounter, and the best way to make it through with your sanity still intact. These are my stories and the things I've learned, and how the program of Al-Anon has helped me. I hope this helps you too. Welcome. So, somebody asked me to talk about exit strategies. And I think these are very important to talk about. I think having an exit strategy when you live with active addiction or active alcoholism is really important because we don't always want to sit there and watch it. We don't always want to sit there and deal with it. And an exit strategy can just mean getting up and leaving, even if it's for a couple hours, or it can mean getting up and leaving until our loved one is sober, or it can get up and mean leaving and never coming back to that relationship. But it depends on where you're at and how you feel. You don't have to leave. You don't have to disappear. You don't have to drop your relationship with your loved one. You don't have to end it. You don't have to. You can have those relationships, but you can set boundaries. Having an exit strategy is basically setting a boundary. Setting that boundary of, I don't want you to use around me. You can't drink in the house. If you're going to get drunk, you have to stay in wherever, the garage, your office, the bedroom, wherever. Um, If you're going to use or you're going to drink, I'm not going to stay here. Exit strategies are important. They're, They're those boundaries that we set that we don't accept the behavior. And I think it's important to talk about those. Now, I've been through some exits in my life. I've been through some setting those boundaries, those hard boundaries where you have to say, I can't handle this in my house. I can't handle this in my life. The first exit strategy I ever had was to leave my abusive alcoholic husband And that took a lot of strength and a lot of courage. Um, When he drank, I used to hide in the bedroom. That was my exit strategy for the time. I would go somewhere if I had to. I would take the kids and go somewhere. But a lot of times I hid in the bedroom. I hid from him. Um, And then I got strong enough to leave, to leave that relationship. But I had to work that plan out with other people. I had to have a plan with other people. I had to ask for help. I had to make a plan and I had to set a date and I had to stick by it. I couldn't stay any longer. It was abusive and it was horrible. And that was my first exit, my first understanding of an exit plan my first understanding of setting that boundary and saying this behavior is no longer acceptable to me. Um, My first exit plan was not pretty. 
I got help getting an apartment on my own. I set a move-in date. I slowly, quietly, secretly packed up all my stuff. I slowly, quietly bought stuff for my apartment. And on the day that I chose to leave was the hardest day of my life because it was my son's birthday. But I grabbed everything I could real quick. The help that I had, I had. We threw everything into whatever we had, whatever vehicles we had, and I left and I moved to that apartment. But that was an extreme exit, sir. Exit. You don't have to go to the extreme. If you truly love your addict, your alcoholic, and you want to stay in that relationship, that's okay. It's okay to say, I want to stay. I see the good man, the good woman, or the good person that they are. Talk to a friend. Talk to a friend and have a friend and ask them, if I need to leave and go somewhere, even if it's just for a few hours or it's overnight, can I come stay with you? What can you help me do? It's stressful to sit in a house and watch your loved one self-destruct. It is horrible and it is the worst thing in the world. But knowing what behaviors you can and you can't accept is a huge part of it. If you can say, they're gonna drink today, but tomorrow might not be as bad, and you wanna leave for the day, leave for the day, leave and go somewhere, go to one of the movies, go to the mall, go sit in a park, sit in a beach, sit wherever you need to, get out and get away from that. It's okay to get away when they're using or they're drinking. Now, if you want to go to the extreme and you're ready to say, I don't accept these behaviors and I wanna leave permanently, you need to plan. You need to get start saving money. You need to start putting a little bit of money away at a time. If it's an abusive situation, call your domestic abuse shelter that is local or call the National Domestic Abuse Hotline. They will get you hooked up with the domestic abuse shelter in your area. Don't stay for the abuse. That is rough and hard to say. So start saving money if you're going to go to the extreme. Start getting a plan. Talk to a friend. See if they have a place you can stay at. If they don't have a place you can stay at, see if you find, can find another friend or a relative and a place you can stay temporarily. If that's not an option and you have enough money, start looking for a place to go. Start looking for a place to go. Have a plan, have a date, 
have a set time. And when you leave, tell your partner, I can no longer do this. I can't live like this any longer. Tell them what they've done wrong. Don't just leave them. That's not really the most honest and truthful way to do it. They still are a person. They still love you and care about you and still want to know why you're leaving them. It's okay to tell them, I can no longer live like this. I can no longer live with you using. I can no longer live with the addiction or the alcoholism. I can't live like this. It's okay to say that if that's what you want. But it has to be what you want. You have to make sure that you're making the decision that's best for you. My second exit plan. My alcoholic relapsed and I couldn't sit here and watch the self-destruction. So at the time I was working from home, I was, had the luxury of working from home. So I wasn't going into the office. I was here all day and that was hard as it was. I called my dad. I told him what was going on. I said, I need a place to stay. I said, I need to get away from this for a little bit. I need to get away from this until it stops. And I set a date and I made a plan and I left. I packed my car up and I drove the entire way to Delaware. But I had to set a date, I had to set a plan And I told my alcoholic, I'm leaving because you won't get sober. I will not sit here and watch you self-destruct. I told him I will come home when you decide to get sober. It took him three and a half weeks to get sober. He called and begged and pleaded every day asking me to come home, asking me to come home, baby, I'll get sober. I'll get sober. I'll get sober. And my exact words were, I'm not coming home until you are sober. And I didn't, I didn't come home until he sobered up. But again, I had to make that choice. I had to choose the fact that I couldn't live like that. I couldn't stay like that. But I also had to tell him that I couldn't live like that and I couldn't stay like that. I wasn't happy. I wasn't comfortable. And to be honest, I was afraid I was going to hurt him because I had so much resentment and so much anger towards him at the time. My third exit plan My alcoholic relapsed a few months after that big relapse where I left for three weeks. Again, I picked a day. I bought a plane ticket. I called my dad and told him what was happening. And I flew to Delaware to stay with my family. But again, I told my alcoholic, I'm leaving 
because I can't live like this. I can't stay in the house with you like this. I couldn't do it. I couldn't sit here and watch him self-destruct. Again, I told him, I'm not coming home until you're sober. This time, he wasn't sober when I got home. But that's another story and another time. I wasn't strong enough that time to stay away the whole time he was actively using. But when I came home, I set a boundary. I might as well just tell you a story. When I came home, he was still drinking. And one morning I woke up and I was resentful and angry and afraid I was going to hurt him. And I was tired of, I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop. Take me to the store so I can buy more. First of all, I'm not taking you to the store. Second of all, put your shoes on, put your pants on. We're leaving the house. You're going to go somewhere else and drink. You're not living in my house like this. You're not staying with me like this. I am not tolerating it. Now he sobered up that day. He decided to get sober and stay sober after that. And he's been sober a year now, a whole year. But again, I had to set those boundaries. I had to set those exit strategies. I had to walk away and show I was not willing to tolerate that behavior. But you've got to tell them that you're not willing to tolerate that behavior. You've got to tell them that you don't want to tolerate that behavior anymore. That it's not okay for you. You can't just leave on a whim. If you love them, you have to tell them why you're leaving them. I know that sounds horrible, but they're humans. You don't want somebody to leave you and not tell you why they're leaving. You don't want somebody to just walk out of your life and not come back and not tell you why. Give them that respect. Give them the respect they deserve. But your exit strategy can look like anything. Your exit strategy can be going away for the day, locking yourself in a room, telling them they have to stay in whatever room you choose. It's okay to do that. It's okay to not have it around you, to not want it around you, to not want to be near it. It's okay to have that feeling. It truly is. It's not easy. It's not an easy task. It's, it's not an easy part of this disease. It really isn't. My fiance knows now that if he were to drink, I would leave. I would leave him and I won't come back this time. 
but that's something we had to discuss. That's something I had to set down that boundary and show. I know it's difficult. I know you want an easy fix, but there are no easy fixes. I know you want to just run away and never return. And I don't blame you because I've been there. It's not easy. I remember wanting to be away from it so badly that it hurt. And I did get away. I had to. It's not easy. None of this is. But you're not alone in any of this. Find a close relative. Find a close friend. Somebody you can trust to tell them what's going on. Talk it out before you make an irrational decision and know what behaviors you can and you can't tolerate. I hope this helps some of you or all of you. I hope you keep coming back. I know what you're going through and you're not alone. I'll always be here for you. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. Reach out. Let me know what you're going through. But you're not alone. Keep coming back.